Hey everybody, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Kahaleola Massage Podcast. This is Aaron. Uh, since we're starting a new year, a new decade, 2020, perhaps some of you guys are thinking about doing something new or different to improve your health and wellness in the coming year. Maybe getting a massage is on your to-do list, but you've heard negative things about it or you're thinking that it won't help you on your specific issue. So what I did was I went to the internet and I saw a few myths that that are pretty prevalent when it comes to massage and I just wanted to perhaps dispel the myths or just give you more insight to give you a more informed decision to see if massages are good for you. So myth one is that all massages are the same. My answer to this is this myth is false, but it could be misconstrued or misinterpreted at the same time. Throughout the world, there's hundreds of massage styles created by different ethnicities, cultures. Some can be considered religious practices as well. For the lay person, yes, it all feels the same. But the truth of the matter is the intention of all massage practitioners should be the same. And that's to facilitate the client or patient's healing process. So therein lies the, the issue perhaps where ultimately the goal is to help the patient recover, feel better, whatever the goal of the patient is. How they get there, those are all different. Just keep that in mind when getting massages. On a side note, you know, massage therapists aren't fixing you. They're helping along the process. Your body can already heal itself pretty well, but to speed up the process a little bit or, you know, to kind of kickstart it, massages can help. I'm not a fan of people in general thinking that they can fix you or whatever. The body can fix itself. If a massage therapist tells you they can fix you, I would I would leave immediately. That's just my opinion. So myth number two, you only got a good massage if you're sore the next day. People say that, but the truth of the matter is during the massage, you shouldn't hurt more than a 7 out of 10 during the treatment. And post-treatment, you probably should be like a 3 or 4. And you shouldn't have bruises either. When you're getting the treatments done massage-wise, you should always be in communication with the therapist. If it's too hard, let them know. But know that the goal of the therapist is to get to the therapeutic edge, so that's 7 out of 10. We're not trying to elicit a pain response just because we enjoy it. We're feeling that you will benefit in the long run, short-term discomfort for long-term relief. So with the bruising, if if you do bruise easily, I mean, if you have a pre-existing condition, yes, you, you may bruise. But generally speaking, if you're a normal, healthy patient coming in for a massage and bruise, the fact of the matter is the therapist is working way too hard and they're missing the specific spot they should be hitting. You're close, but you're not there. So... You know, as massage therapists, you keep that in mind. If if it's almost good, readjust the position of the fingers, find a better angle to work at. Because if you bruise a person, you lose that person most times than not. This will kind of roll into my myth three, where the effects of massage are only temporary. For those that are 100% healthy, getting a massage for pure enjoyment, you're already you're already feeling good. You're in good health. You know, from the perspective of those that suffer from chronic pain who, you know, just came off, you know, a car accident, workers' comp or whatever, a couple of days without pain 
are magical. Psychologically, you know, if you're down and the pain is constant, you feel depressed, hormones, they kind of get you to feel more pain, you're a little more sensitive to pain, you know, it's an endless cycle. If massage can break this cycle, that's great. You know, it creates a more positive outlook on life. Perhaps you'll feel better. But you know what? Every little bit helps. For me personally, I don't like seeing patients two or three times a week. For me, my massages take a little bit time for the body to adjust to. In the acute phase, yes, I see patients come in two, three times a week just to get the inflammation down, get rid of, you know, excess fluid in the in the body. You know, inflammation is caused by excess fluid in the joints and muscles. We'll talk about that in the next myth. So the body is doing things to heal itself. And so as we were saying before, you're just kind of expediting the process. You come in once a week, the body remembers that how it should feel better, how it should feel looser, the muscles. You also have to address the fascia that surrounds the muscle tissue. You do all these things together. On top of the fact, we're not going to be there with you 24-7. So if you don't make accommodations to your own personal lifestyle, we can help you for the hour. It may last a few days, but if you keep doing the same patterns, you'll have the same results. However long it took you to accumulate these bad patterns, it is going to take a while to get rid of them. Just keep that in mind. Massage is not the 100% silver bullet. It does take time. Muscles have memory. You know, it'll go back to what it knows for the last three years. So you have to reestablish a new norm. And once that happens, then yes, you can, the, the massage effects will hopefully last longer and longer periods of time. All right, we'll move on to myth four. Massages flush out lactic acid or other metabolic waste products. Lactic acid, the myth has been around for a long time. It's still pervasive to this day. There's a lot of exercise physiology. I wasn't really good at it, but ultimately I've, I figured it out. Here's the pretty quick and dirty about lactic acid. So as you first start exercising, your body needs energy to get started. The sugar that's already in the body starts to break down to provide a quick source of energy. But because there's not enough oxygen around, this is not the ideal way to create energy. So when this happens, sugar's broken down to pyruvic acid, which then is broken down to lactic acid in the body. And this is happening anaerobically without oxygen. So once your body gets back to the oxygen levels it needs, it shuts down this process and goes to the more efficient process using oxygen. So, so all the lactic acid that's in your muscles in your bodies gets reabsorbed, goes through the bloodstream, goes back to the liver, and then is recycled. So it doesn't stay in your muscles for that long. The pain you feel post-activity is small micro tears of the muscle fibers. It's not lactic acid built up. The slight burn initially is lactic acid. Aside from that, no, not anymore. As we were talking about the healing process with the body, excess fluid, you know, or the inflammation that's brought in post-injury, it's trying to limit the motion of the joint or the muscle. So the body knows that it needs to shut itself down to protect it because any more can lead to further damage. To facilitate this healing process, you need to get rid of the excess fluid and you're not going to use deep pressure to do it. You're going to use light strokes. 
a lot of effleurage. You might even have to go into the lymphatic drainage, drainage to get rid of that excess fluid so it can go through the, lymph, the lymphatic system as well. Those are things to keep in mind. That's what's being flushed out inflammation-wise. And then when they tell you also to drink water, sometimes massages are like working out. You have to breathe heavily. Your, your, your muscles are being worked on. So it almost feels like a workout. So do you have to drink water after a massage? Not really, but it's just good to stay hydrated. You know, the muscles need water to stay hydrated. You know, it's just, it's just good practice to drink water. All right, finally. So myth five is massages won't help migraines. And this one is slightly anecdotal to me. I know a, a few people who suffer from migraines that constantly take medication. You know, they have to take sick days off a couple of days because, you know, they can't do anything. But they, they've they never come to see me, even though I've offered to give them massages or whatever, because they don't think it works or they had a previous experience where it wasn't good. For me personally, I think it can only help the situation. Many times, headaches or whatever, migraines are due high levels of stress. You know, you don't know where that stress is coming from, internally, externally, but if you can alleviate the muscle tightness... They talk about the muscle tightness leading to restricted blood flow to the brain, all that. All the little things help. Plus, you're taking time to relax. You're telling people to just stop worrying for an hour. They're just in their heads. So possibly it's just better if they take an hour away from that situation. Maybe it's if it's not work, it's family. If it's not family, it's something else. It's an endless cycle. So if you can, again, break the cycle, possibly you can feel better about yourself. Or, you know what, even the meds, you know, meds have side effects. So, you know, sometimes they cause dizziness or nausea or whatever. So they don't make you feel good either. It's just stuff to keep in mind. But yeah, so this was just to give you guys insight into the myths that are out there about massage. If you have questions, you can always um, hit me up. You know, if you have questions, you want to try it out, you know, make an appointment, schedule with me. But yeah, so hopefully... You guys are having a good start to the new year, 2020, and I will talk to you guys later.